The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you about who deserves a shot at the United States Heavyweight. Look here, I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sake, he's 50 pounds. To, to doubt El Dandy, because this guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious How about, how about hypnosis? Let's get through Psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to episode 299 of the WrestleCast. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. And I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? You went away from Spartan. Yeah, yeah, we sure are, man. We sure are. That'll be the Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view that will spawn to episode 300 of the WrestleCast. So milestone, milestones coming up. We'll have to see if we can book something special for that. Right. Yeah, yeah. We might do another feedback episode or something. I don't know. That's cool. Yep, yep. So we have episodes of the WrestleCast so far. That'd be that's a quite of an accomplishment. Yes, yes, yes. It's uh, even with the new designation of how we count the shows. It's still quite an accomplishment. Yeah, it's still quite an accomplishment. <laughs> uh, so thank you to everybody who's ever been a co-host or guest. We definitely appreciate you helping us get this far. And uh, in one more month, we will hit that milestone but until then just letting you know that we can be found on the CSPN you can find us on the web at CSPN.us you can also find us through iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio all you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN uh, click on the logo that has the new day holding the WrestleCast sign and you'll get the WrestleCast, RawCast Smackdown Matters, the NXT cast and cast a strong style in your queue when there are new shows available. So at this time, like we always do, we got to turn it over to Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for the Mo Meltzer news report. You know what? Uh, really? I'll just say, I'll say this. I know, I know we talk about watching main event. And I know you are, you're very anti-main event. But this week, I would just say you would want to watch main event. Yeah, I heard. I heard what happened. Okay. okay. Yeah, so I'll just say tune in the main event. And if this is what, and if this, if this is a plan going forward, then they should start doing, using this, use the main event for this then. If, they, if they're going to, if they want to go that route, then use main event, main event for this. I'll say that. But why would? But then that I don't know. I'm still not going to watch it, even if it, even if it does pull some of my faves from another show and have them go against the lower mid card of the main roster. It's main event, dude. Show it to me on USA. Why can't Shelton Benjamin come down to NXT on USA? Show up. 
have a match against Karrion Cross just because. That's what I'm talking about. That would have much more effect. Oh, snap. <laughs> Shelton Benjamin showed up at NXT. He calls out Karrion Cross. Karrion Cross is like, you know what? I'm not doing anything. I'll take you up on that. They have the match on NXT. Duh. Far better than, oh, we're going to put y'all on main event where, if you were lucky, 15,000 people will see it. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude. That's my that's my contention with it. I hear you, man. So apparently, um, with with um, Rey Mysterio and Roman Reigns being moved to uh, moved the last Friday night, there was some um, it rubbed the the NBC Universal execs the wrong way. You know that they got the first crack of having the Hell in a Cell match on network TV. Yeah, USA, like, man, we've been rocking with y'all for like 40 years. Y'all ain't never gave us anything that cool. Oh, they did have that. They did have a, um, they had a, um, a Hell in a Cell match back in the day on USA. I don't remember that. Not saying that it didn't happen, but I don't remember that. I mean, it's like network TV. This is like actually network TV, not like cable. cable TV. This is network TV talking about. So I get why they were upset. So there's probably, I guess, and the reason why that we got Lashley and Xavier Woods last night because since the Thunderdome was coming to an end, um, I guess they're looking to um, give those fans something going out with a, I guess, going out with a bang. So to speak, so they can. Um, I guess for them, I guess for them putting up. I guess you know they. I guess they're doing these matches just to go out on a different on a different note because you know probably like in less than a month or so they gonna be, the fans will be back in the building. So um, it's gonna be. So this is what probably the reason why we're getting a lot of those um, those matches, so to speak. Um, right, right. Other than that, it's nothing really, been, really been really catching my eye this flat for this past week. Um, Tony Storm just came out as bisexual. That is currently trending. One hour oh. ago. Oh, well, congrats. Well, good for her. That's yeah. that's great. That's great to hear from her. You know, mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it's a lot. It's a, it's a lot of. No um wrestlers that are in the LGBTQ plus community, you know, um what's the um what's the, the government um NXT right now? Who? Um Oh Jake, Jake Atlas? Jake Atlas, yeah, 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 yeah. Um you know he's well currently, you know, He's definitely the um he's like strong in the movement and everything. And you know, I remember one of the um accounts that follows us was saying if he was to lose on the first month on the first like the first day of Pride, it'd be a hate crime. But <laughs> he won he won his match. I've 
forgot who he was wrestling, but he did win his match. He's a great wrestler. I really think he should be. Um, uh, Jake Atlas beat. Um, I think it might have been uh, Cameron Grimes because he beat Cameron Grimes on LA Night back to back, and people were like, "He should yeah. be the one in the ladder match." I would thought. I thought that was what was going to happen. That that DBS was going to pull uh, um, a swerve and say, "You know, we have a third contender," and Jake Atlas come out, but they didn't do that. He said, "Jake Atlas get those two wins, and that was that." Yep. Um, yep. Well, it says that the Fiend is set to come back. That who? The Fiend. Oh, word. Yeah. Um. Well, I guess it's in the summer, so I guess um. I guess put him back for the summer. You know, get him back in front of the crowds and everything. So. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> Because uh, he needs to um, re- re- reclaim his gimmick. You know what? I I really don't have an issue with Alexa Bliss doing the gimmick. It's just the booking, the overall booking of it. And I know we'll talk about this on the broadcast because <laughs> I thought I was seeing things when I saw Nikki Cross come out, which came out, and I was like, are they really doing this right <laughs> I thought I was seeing things. And apparently she came up with the idea. And then I was like, wow. So she comes up with the idea and gets used. But, you know, when other former wrestlers, <laughs> former WWE superstars um, came up with ideas, they got shut down. I guess she wanted to be, um, I guess, remember, like Chelsea Green wanted to be, she she wanted to do up throughout the idea of wanting to be Dominic's, um, not was it Dominic's girlfriend? Yeah, I think She's so. And she wouldn't be Dominic's girlfriend, and they was like, nah, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair had a whole tease up for Lacey Evans, and they right. was like, nah, we good. Yeah, he, he came up with creative for her, too. So it's like, you know, we really like Lacey Evans more, you know. <laughs> um, they said Rich Holland is um, looking to, he's fully, you know, immersed in his rehab from his freak accident injury last year. Um, so that's good to see that he he's looking to fully to come back. And it's kind of disappointing because that was a oh, great yeah, story. The, yeah, the broken was, leg. Yeah. That was a great storyline that was building up. And then he gets he got thrown out the ring. Or he got thrown yeah, out the ring. He and got he, thrown out the ring and his leg got caught up underneath him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was because Pat McAfee was down, definitely down there creating a ruckus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was probably the night that actually got Pat McAfee the job on SmackDown. Let's see, oh, oh, the the, the, oh, the guy he was how he was acting and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Oh, this... yeah. yeah, yeah. He was always doing the um. So let me ask you this: Were you a fan of Nikita Koloff? No, in um, NWA days. Magatia. <laughs> of course. Want to make sure. So, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna ask you. So he's they talking about how many numbers he wrestled in in 1986. So I'm gonna ask you how many numbers, how many matches do you think he had in 1986? Let's see. They would do double shots on Sundays. Um. 
he probably had about 650, 675 matches. Wow, you overshot that one. Oh, he, said, he said it was 454. Oh, 400. Okay, yeah. But... Yeah, if he was a WWF, that might have been that number because, you know, they did do double shots yeah. on, on Sunday. They did the same thing in NWA, but... Yeah, I overshot it by doubling the amount. Should have just only did it by about one and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but that's still a lot of nights, though. You think he would have fed in, in WWE? Yeah, he would have made it because he was big. He yeah. was big. As long as you had size in the 80s, you pretty much would have been, um, you know, a good candidate to make it in WWF at that time. Yeah. So, um, so hopping off what we said last week, um, Cody and um, Randy Rose announced the birth of their daughter. Yep. John Moxley and Renee Young had their baby girl too. A lot of girls being born here in the wrestling business. Yeah, because I know when I said that and then he was like, yeah, he was like Cody and Randy shouldn't be that far behind. Yep, yep. Heyman, Adam Page, and his wife mm-hmm. announced that they uh, are expecting. So it's just a, it's just a baby boom all over the place. Yeah, everybody having having the kids. Yeah. Uh, they, um, Ali and his wife is um, expecting by the end of the year. Yeah, it's the it's the quarantine dog. It's finally coming to coming to fruition. Yep. Yeah. So um, so the. One of the parent crops of um, the um, the performance of the trainees, um, Rick Steiner's son is being um, brought, Reich Steiner, Rick Steiner. He's being praised for his work down at the um, down at the um, PC. All right, second generation wrestler should, you know, they have an advantage just inherently, you know. Right. Yeah. Um, they also, I also mentioned the Casper brothers and Bobby Stevenson, who's the older brother of Gabe, Gabe Stevenson. Did you see uh, Brock Anderson on Anderson's son on Dynamite a couple of weeks ago? Yeah. Yeah. All the, you know, all the, they get into the family business. <laughs> yeah. Well, R. Anderson told him he had to go to college first. Well, I mean, look who you look who you want you want to tell that force no you're not going to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he went to ECU. Pretty sure he had a lot of fun there. And uh, now he's in the wrestling business. You think you think I'm sure his father probably gave him a um a um a spine buster if he would have said he wasn't going to college. <laughs> uh they didn't mention that um they didn't um, mention Parker um, Brudeau. That's the one who's Brock Lesnar um, Jr. Come on, oh man. yeah, the huge dude. Yeah, yeah. and really anything about him, but that's the one they would, you know, saying he's going to be. He's got that Lesnar look and everything. So we shall see. Um, other than that, um. That's all I got, because there's nothing really jumping off. Um, yeah, we'll talk. Everything else we'll talk about um, comes up 
in um I think Peyton Royce or was it Billy Kay? No, Peyton Royce said that she um, had a meeting with Vince McMahon after they split up the iconics. And she said she described the meeting as disastrous and may have also led to her losing her job with WWE. Well, she said, I had in my head what I wanted to say, but he brushed it off very quickly and I went crack. I had an idea I wanted to present and he wanted to discuss other ideas, but I didn't have any other ideas. This is exactly what I want to talk about and put my time and effort into. Well, and then she said, she said, Vince asked, what do you do for fun? And she said, me being me, the introvert and nobody I am, I had to let know I like to sit on my couch with my dogs and watch TV. And then he said, she said, Royce revealed that her answer was met with a silent stare. And then she apologized um, for being born and home on her off days. <laughs> oh, wow. They say that Vince has that effect on people. He, I, I can just imagine you saying, I just stay home and just watch and watch TV with my dogs. And he probably just like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta be confident when you go talk to Vince McMahon. Yeah, you gotta be like, listen, like I work out, I go, I I'm hitting it, I'm trying to do something. I'm, I come up with ideas all the time, and he probably was like, nah, she 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 gone. <laughs> but that's what happens. <laughs> Sorry to say it, but that's that's how that's how the, the WWE goes. But that's all I got for the more Meltzer segment. And back to you, Dawn. <laughs> well, now it's time to talk about money in the... Oh, excuse me. Hell in the cell. Getting ahead of myself. You got early creative yes, plan. <laughs> yes. Hell in the cell. Excuse me. We just came off of Hell in the Cell on Sunday. So, uh, thank you to everybody who used the hashtag cast in the cell. In the cell, honestly. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Starting on Friday. <laughs> Uh, thank you to everybody who joined the Twitter Spaces as well on Sunday night. That was a lot of fun. Uh, oh, hold, on, hold on, let me let me say something real quick. Yes, sir. let me let me put this out there real quick. If we having a having a Twitter Spaces, you know, don't come in there trying to troll us and everything. So Friday we in there having a good conversation. Myself, Khaled Rand, Miss V, um, Jupiter Julep was in there, I believe, and I think. Um, man was that it was like that's when I found out they had that whole that whole um plans for that um off women show up. It's like what? I was like, okay. So these these um dudes that they think we were from London over in England, something like that, came over there, came into the space and was like, Why y'all watch WWE? That's fake, y'all should be watching MMA and and MIA is better, and WWE is real fake and everything. And I'm like, listen, I, I went and kicked them out the space and was like, you know what? We're not going to have this here tonight. <laughs> Good on the mediator. Nobody tries that wickedness when I'm in the Twitter spaces. It was funny because Miss V was, Ms. V was, they was like, they had said something to Miss V, and I think she more probably went off on them or something like that, but just trying to keep it real peaceful and, you know, and just enjoy, you know, what was going on. On the um the um SmackDown Madness, but yeah, it came up in there just trying to, you know, tell myself why I watch the WWE. It's fake, and we're like, dude, get the hell up out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a good time on this Friday, and y'all come ahead trying to troll. Like, don't do that. Block hand strong, huh? You know it. Got rid of him. <laughs> 
I'm saying, don't be, don't, don't be disrespectful, man. <laughs> That's what they say. Don't be disrespectful. You know, if you can have your opinions, you can say, you know, you don't like such and such. You know, that's fine. But, you know, don't be disrespectful coming in there trying to, um, you know, trying to say, oh, this is fake and everything. I'm like, dude, we don't care what you, how you feel. If we're watching it and we're enjoying it, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Very, very much so. Very much so. So on the kickoff show to Hell in a Cell, we had Mandy Rose versus Natty. And Natalia blasts her with the discus lariat. Mandy is right back up with the knee to the face for a two count. Mandy can't believe that Natalia kicked out. The grappling advantage goes to Natalia, who puts Mandy into the sharpshooter. And Mandy Rose taps out. And Natalia is successful in the one-on-one match. Uh, I really enjoyed this match. They had a lot of good grappling. Mandy Rose trying to show off some mat wrestling skills. Like, okay, Mandy, I see you. Yeah, so... I'll I'll make this note probably towards the end. Okay. Uh, we have the show proper begin with uh, Hell in a Cell match: Bianca Belair versus Bailey for the SmackDown Women's Title. Belair is sent into a ladder, and Bailey crushes her inside of it, setting up for the rose plant. But Bailey bangs up her knee in the process, and it's a delayed cover for two count. Back up, Bianca Belair hits a glam slam into the corner with the shoulder giving out a little bit so it doesn't have the full impact. Bailey is laid out on top of a ladder for a senton from Binky, and then the ladder legs are opened up, and Binky hits the KOD onto the open ladder to retain the SmackDown women's title. So one one thing I really liked about this match was that Bianca really sold the story. I mean, she... Her and Bailey did a great job of storytelling in the ring, and you saw just how everything just played out. Um, you know, Bailey had the advantage early. She was, you know, injuring her shoulder uh, with Bianca's shoulder, and she, you know, was really playing the long game and trying to keep her down. And everything, but you know, Bianca, Bianca you know, came back, mm-hmm. um, got the win with the KOD on the ladder, and. Like I said they did a really, really great job of storytelling in this match. I really, really enjoyed this match with these two, and um, good to see that um, Bianca can have great matches with um, the ladies. You know, with the top lady, you know, be um, Bailey and Sasha Banks. So, you know, kudos to um, to her. I really like this match because they were creative. Um, everybody is always complaining about using the cell, but they used it in a different way. They used Binky's braid was a big mm-hmm. part of the match, um, which was very creative. They had some very creative spots for that. They had a couple of instances where they were up against the cage and used the cell in the manner that most people would like to see the cell used. Um, but uh, they left a lot for the other Hell in a Cell match to do. They didn't do too much. Um, right. You know, so that's why I like this match a lot because they didn't overdo it and they were very creative in the things that they did do. Exactly. Mickey was like, I'm going to 
um, drag your face across, the, and she did that. Manly <laughs> <laughs> face was was a part was left in that um was left on the cage, and I you know was great to see. Um, but yeah, but that, yeah, they did the, they hit a great job in this match. I really enjoyed it. Uh, after the match, Binky cuts the promo. She says that it was tough. But she's uh, to win that match, but she's never going to forgive Bailey for her bullying tactics. Uh, Alexa Bliss now comes on our screen. She says it was a rough night for Bailey, but she is glad we're here. Lily is still in timeout, but tonight Shanna Baszler needs to learn two lessons expect the unexpected and be careful what you wish for because you never know what might answer. That brings us to Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Cesaro plants him down to set up the swing, followed by the sharpshooter. With that not working, Cesaro switches into the crossface, but Rollins rolls him up for a two count. The sharpshooter goes on again, but Cesaro lets it go to stomp on the arm of Seth Rollins a few times. Rollins encounters another sharpshooter attempt into a small package, and Seth Rollins pinned Cesaro clean. Not in the middle, but he pinned him clean. One, two, three. So this might, I think this this match was pretty good, and I think this might go off into the summer. Might have a couple payoff matches. It's two to one, right? I uh, know they won a piece. Okay, well, I don't know, man. This seems like Seth Rollins getting ready to do something else, and Cesaro is back to being where Cesaro was before he challenged Roman and had the match with Roman doesn't seem like seems like this is the end of that yeah this ain't this ain't this ain't the blow off because wait a minute Cesaro won at Wrestlemania right and he won at the other joint too they didn't wrestle at um they didn't wrestle after Wrestlemania because remember after um at Backlash he wrestled Roman Cesaro wrestled Roman and he um I thought they wrestled on Smackdown though I, still, I know. I know. I, know Seth, I could have because Seth was like, "We we want. We tied up. We want a piece." Okay. Okay. I thought Cesaro had one too, but maybe not. Mm-hmm. But like I said, this could could go on, and we could get you know more matches from these two. But like I said, it might it might go to Money in the Bank. It might be a um, a blow off at SummerSlam because what's Rounds gonna do next? Because he's not going to um, um, face the tribal chief. Not yet, anyway. Yeah, not yet, anyway. But um, we'll see. Shane the baser doesn't like hearing about Lily and calls Alexa Bliss a lunatic. Bliss has fun playing with dolls, but Baszler has fun hurting people. Nia Jax and Reginald come in to offer support, so Shayna slaps Reginald in the face. Just getting it over with. So if he messes up, she had already put his her hands on him. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, we get a Thez press into some right hands to set up a DDT to give Alexa Bliss a two count. With Shayna Baszler down, Bliss stares at Nia Jax, who goes into a trance, and slaps Reginald. They scream at each other, meaning Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax. So Baszler grabs the Carafuda clutch. Alexa Bliss escapes in a hurry. She does the wind-up DDT, then she goes up top and hits the Twisted Bliss, and Alexa Bliss is your winner. Uh, 
There she is. So we got mind control. We got uh, the Carafuda Clutch just being a nothing hole now after two years of, would you say, whenever the Clutch gets cinched in, everybody tap real fast. They don't even yeah, try to get out. Right. You, you act that, she put that Clutch on you and you, it was tapping quickly. Now it's like, Alexa Bliss just just superpowers just slipped right on out of it. So, yeah, man, this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing. <laughs> this is why you y'all want y'all want this to be y'all want this to be done. Like, no, get just get rid of this. <laughs> Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. The stunner is countered into a half and half suplex, so Zayn can stomp away at Kevin Owens. It was at this point in the match where things started to get real real between those two because that half and half suplex Sami Zayn kind of yeah dropped Kevin on his neck and shoulders kind of on the higher side of things and so mm-hmm. when he kicked out he mushed Sami Zayn in the face and then yeah they started to get real stiff with each other after that they started laying it <laughs> in on each other yeah they mm. So no no what knew each other from that. <laughs> right, right, right. So uh Kevin Owens rolls to the outside. You know he's still selling the uh Nigerian nail from Friday. Uh but he does manage to hit a stunner onto uh, Sami Zayn on the outside. Sami Zayn barely beats the count, so they slug it out on their knees with Owens getting the better of things. Now it's Owens stomping away on Sami Zayn like Sami did to him earlier, but the bad arm is snapped across the top rope. A running knee sends Kevin Owens' throat into the rope because, you know, he's still having trouble for breathing from the Nigerian nail. Followed by a hell of a kick with the uh, heel right to the chin. And Sami Zayn gets the win over Kevin Owens. Both men busted open. Kevin Owens selling his arm like his shoulder was dislocated. Uh, it looked like it was. I don't know if it... I haven't heard any reports. So, very good on Kevin Owens because... I was like, man, KO might be hurt for real. Okay, so like you said, it's real good stuff on his part. Um, they they announced that he's taking time off for storyline reasons. Um, he had tweeted out about he fought he fought hard as hell, and then he need to take some time off. He'll be back. So this could be for storyline reasons. Uh, I'm not too sure, but he might be. Going off a of TV for a minute or two. Well, that's good, man. I mean, he's had a he's had a a, a lot of stuff happen in the last year and a half for him, um, as far as the show goes, storyline goes, personal stuff. So yeah, he probably definitely needs a little time away. And uh, yeah, this was a heck of a way to go out because they had a a little different match than they usually have. Where they just go, 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 go. This one was a little bit more, you know, technical. And then it got a little bit stiff. And, yeah, they were handing out potatoes and receipts, boy. So this was, uh, this guy heated, but it it made for a very good match. Uh, Sami Zayn is very pleased with his win. And he calls it karmic justice. He even yells at the commentary table about what just happened. So he is super excited uh, to have gotten this win over Kevin Owens. Uh, then we look at Roman Reigns retaining the Universal title over Rey Mysterio and Hell in a Cell on SmackDown on Friday. 
uh, Jay, or excuse me, Jimmy Uso came out to congratulate Roman on his win. Uh, Jay Uso was nowhere to be found on this week's SmackDown. Yeah, taking he, a mental that, health day. Right. He was like he was like he was hitting it, he was texting him and all that and has um he, they couldn't um he could he hit him back or nothing like that so. <laughs> Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, Raw Women's title match. Charlotte drop kicks the steps next to Rhea Ripley's knee and they head back inside where Charlotte applies to figure four. Ripley manages to roll over and gets to the floor for the break. Uh, she's, you know, really selling that knee. Uh, with nothing else working, Ripley tears off the top of the announce table and hits Charlotte in the face with the top of the announce table for the disqualification. So Charlotte Flair technically is your winner. This was more of a no contest than disqualification. But they said she, Charlotte won. <sighs> gave her the win. I they gave, gave her, her the win. win. I don't know. That, this you said no contest. I'm like, well, they gave her the win, so... This is awful. Bad. <laughs> this is bad. So this is going to be the new Drew versus uh, Bobby. Just, just match after match after match after match. Like This is the only two people we got. This is how they this is how they doing it. We we let go most of the women's roster, then it's like what do you have next? How about they decide to make some new people in the women's division for crying and, out loud? Okay, 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 I know you you talking about that, but they're kind of going that route. We'll talk about that when we get to the raw cast. <laughs> But, I mean, come on! I mean, I'm, I know you want you want you want these. They, they need to make new stars because that's what WWE has been getting criticized for not making those stars. I mean, uh, we love Charlotte, but good gosh, can I mean, Tyler Shogun love Charlotte? But can she not <laughs> be in the title picture? Like every time, like the only time Charlotte is not in the title picture is when she goes to have work done. Hmm. Think about it. I, I, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I'm saying. Just get some new people in the mix. Uh, after the match, Rhea Ripley hits a riptide and insists that she be named as the winner. Rhea Ripley leaves with Charlotte Land in the corner saying, and she says to her, you're learning. You're learning. Indeed she is. Main event. She, oh, go ahead. Herself. She's white woman herself in the title matches soon, too. <laughs> uh, it's just like, man, it's, it's so stale on the raw side. Like, they got nothing <laughs> seems fresh. They trying to do they trying to do some stuff, but we'll see. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE title. Hell in the cell. McIntyre counters the hurt lock and hits the Claymore as the second referee comes in, only to be pulled out by the MVP. That earns MVP a beating, including a Claymore, but Lashley is right back with the hurt lock on the floor. That's broken up with Drew McIntyre driving him through the table in the corner, and they're both down again. Back in the ring, McIntyre, whose back is all cut up and bruised up, unloads with some chair shots, but the Claymore misses. 
Lashley then sends him to the apron for a release route bottom through a table. Back in, the spear, it, it, uh, Bobby misses the spear and is sent into the corner, allowing Drew McIntyre to try to backslide for a two count. The future shot DDT connects, setting up the Claymore, but MVP grabs McIntyre's leg, allowing Lashley to roll him up with the trunks for the pin, and Bobby Lashley retains the WWE title. And people were upset because of the heel tactics that we used. Uh, what? Yeah, was upset. People on Twitter was upset. It was uh, like they definitely wasn't in my um. There was it definitely wasn't in. Oh, no. in oh, it was just like other people just upset about because MVP was just like he was like I'm laughing at the idiocracy and I was like, well, yeah. You know, wrestling fans are they think things should be right down the middle, and I'm like, it don't work like that. <laughs> I'm, f- I'm finna do the Jim Cornette. He's a heel, right? He's a heel. <laughs> it's, if you don't cheat, then what's the whole point of being the heel? Right. The point I- is that Bobby Lashley. The point is supposed to be McIntyre can out wrestle Bobby Lashley. Mm-hmm. But. The only way that Bobby Lashley can get it done is by underhanded heel tactics. And that's exactly what happened. People are, they they just lose the, the what this is supposed to be about. Like, you know, it's like, you know, I mean, of course, we, in certain things we want to see, but you know it's not going to happen. You know, so you have to, you know, you have to accept it and be like, listen, you might want to be one way, but it's the other way. <laughs> right. It's heel champions are supposed to, they're not supposed to beat people clean in the middle of the ring. Look, how, go back, watch ONWA, watch how many times Ric Flair wins right. matches flat on his back, bleeding, not on his feet, but he gets his hand raised. Mm hmm. That's that's the art of it. That's what keeps you, as R. Anderson said, baby faces sell merch, heels mm-hmm. sell tickets. Right. <laughs> so good on Bobby Lashley, uh, Basara on all these wrestling fans out here who be man. I tell you, wrestling fans be they don't know what they want. They they don't want Matt Hardy. Falling off a cherry picker through a table because he almost died, but then they want Chris Jericho to fall through a real floor because it looked too fake. Like, come on, man. Like, what do y'all want? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you're just overall synopsis on Hell in a Cell, what you thought, what you would give it on a scale of one to five. What would you rate it? One to five. Mm-hmm. Gave it a four. Four okay. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. One thing I wanted, one takeaway I wanted to say, there was no, there were no tag team matches, which is why we got in the pre-show. Um, Natty versus um, um, Mandy Rose. So no tag team matches, and everything played out the way it was supposed to play out. You know, you know, especially the main event. You know, um, I knew it was going to be some shenanigans with that. And that's how it's supposed to be, right? right. I mean, I mean, we watch it like, and we understand the psychology and everything. It may not be what we want to see, but it is what it is. 
See, that's the thing about these pay-per-views like this right here. There's, it's like you, you, you kind of go into it going like, okay, I know it's going to happen. There's nothing that's going to be any surprises. And then if they was to throw a surprise, everybody would be upset about it. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So in a way, they're kind of like handcuffed, even if they wanted to do something. Because if Bobby Lashley would have lost this match, whew, you know how mad I would have been? Exactly. <laughs> and we would have got the iconic IG post from Bianca Ballet where she posted her and Bobby Lashley winning at um at um winning at um Hell in the Cell. Oh, I didn't see this. Yeah, she posted a picture of um it's like, you know, the side by side of her and Bobby Lashley winning. I was like, I, I see it, sis. <laughs> like excellence. <laughs> okay, I missed that one, but yeah. Um, I thought it was a very strong pay-per-view as well. I give it like a four. Um, you know, they're really the only draw down, bring down was the Alexa Bliss Shayna Baszler match. Just because yeah, of, yeah, I kind of I, I let that. I was like, yeah, okay, I see what they're doing, and it probably just the fact that how we how we saw Shayna previously and how they're booking her now. In fact, with the stock, the sparkle with the the sparkle bless. I was like, and Pinda right there, right in the ring. One, two, three. I was like, all right. <laughs> yeah, sparkle splash, man. It's bringing it back. Splash. I was like, wow. Yeah, I'm I said, back. Girl, she can take my NXT days. <laughs> <laughs> this is the WrestleCast, episode 299. I'm your host, Don DeLorente. I'm here with my co-host, Mo to the underscore Reese. So we're going to move on from Hell in a Cell to Monday Night Raw. Uh, we see that the briefcases for money in the bank and, surprisingly, the Hell in a Cell are, are both above the ring. Bobby Lashley and MVP, they're flanked by the women in the VIP lounge in the middle of the ring. Ooh, that one. It was that one young lady. I think it was the, the one the second before last. In the purple? <laughs> I, I, I don't see how purple last day, but that's the second before the last one that got went up to the... um. That went up in the ring. Mm-hmm. I think this one that um that um um quarter central um R was looking at too. But yes, uh, you got them ladies looking very 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 nice. I, I, I'm liking the, the Lashley ladies segment of the show. <laughs> the wholesomeness is just oozing out of you currently. You know uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> MVP brags about Lashley retaining and hands him the microphone. Lashley says that he was pushed to his limit last night, but he proved that he is still the almighty. They brag about their win and load up a toast, but here is New Day to interrupt, complete with a whole tray of toast. Uh, so they throw the, over the toast. <laughs> so they throw the toast in the ring, prompting MVP to talk about how this is more proof of what goofs these two are. Um, they tried it. I wasn't as upset with this as when they threw the tomatoes that night, but they tried it. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, fellas. I don't I don't tune in to see this. 
part. I do turn in to see MVP accused Kofi Kingston of not taking things seriously and hanging out with his video game obsessed friend. Kofi says, not so fast, but Lashley talks about being on a higher level than the two of them. That makes Kofi laugh as he talks about becoming WWE champion at WrestleMania 35 and then beating Bobby Lashley last week. So, or a couple of weeks ago, rather. So we see a clip of the loss, and Lashley isn't cool with that because Kofi edited out the part where Xavier Woods helped and Drew um, <laughs> yeah. McIntyre helped. Um, he, he did point that to. He was like, "You completely edit that out." <laughs> so the challenge is on to Bobby Lashley for the uh, title match at Money in the Bank. Bobby accepts, but he m- wants to make sure it's one on one. So he wants to beat up Xavier Woods tonight. That's cool with Xavier Woods, who cuts off MVP from talking down to him. Woods runs down his accolades, which include being on YouTube, having like over 2 million subscribers, being a host on G4, and also an 11-time tag team champion. And he wants to make tonight's match inside hell in a cell. Bobby's like, I agree. So it's on. It's on. It is on. Um, Earlier in the day, AJ Styles, he ran into the Viking Raiders and promised to become the new Mr. Money in the Bank. He's so sure that they're going to beat them for the tag team title soon afterwards. But the Viking Raiders aren't convinced. AJ slaps the turkey leg out of Ivar's hands, and he has to be held (laughs) back from mutilating that man for messing with his food. That was funny. He just looked at him and just smacked it out of his hand. He wanted to fight him so bad. <laughs> Money in the Bank qualifying match, Ricochet versus AJ Styles. AJ grabs the fireman's carry uh, backbreaker, but here are the Viking Raiders to go after Amos. Uh, Amos is handling his business until a mischarge sends Amos through the barricade, uh, through the ring, uh, uh, the timekeeper's area. Uh, the distraction allows Ricochet to counter the phenomenal forearm into the recoil, and he gets the pin, and he defeats AJ Styles to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. I forgot who it was in the in the, in the raw case was like almost takes a bump. <laughs> he ran right through that. Um, he ran right through that barricade and took it clean off too. Man, almost ain't worth shit, man. He out here supposed to be the heavy and let these two dudes do him dirty like that? Come on, man. (laughs) Big booted one, choked the other one out, and, you know, cleaned his hands off. And while all that was going on, AJ got caught in a recall by um, Ricochet. (laughs) So they're trying to to add a yeah, you gonna look at me when I say Ricochet better win, and you gonna put that Obama give I'm like, okay, they gotta build superstars. So this was this and this set another thing for the night. We it's we 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 tried this before, but it didn't work. But I'm, I'm willing, <laughs> I'm willing to give it another chance because he wearing blue, he wearing black jeans now. He done went from the long pants, from the long tights, to the short trunks, to now the black jeans. So, you know, one of these iterations has got to work. Uh, It will. Uh, Riddle, full on with RK Bro merchandise. He's got a bag and a coffee cup. Talks to Randy Orton about wanting to put a stash of Burger King Whoppers in the briefcase when one of them wins it at Money in the Bank. 
Orton is like, what do you want? Riddle asks him some pointers and dances a bit while waiting. Orton tells him to stay out of his way, which Riddle thinks will be difficult if they're both in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Riddle thinks it would be awesome if they are both in a match, but Orton disagrees and walks off. Mm-mm-mm. Randy kind of fucked he, up when he heard Stash. Right, you saw it, right? He he was like, he said, "What did you say?" I was like, "Yeah." Randy heard Stash. He was ready to light up. <laughs> he was ready to look. Him and it was and it came out there smiling like y'all got the munchies. <laughs> So we look at Eva Marie's. We look, look back at Eva Marie's return with her unnamed partner. Eva Marie, while getting the interviewer's name wrong, said that she had a cold last week and that prevented her from getting in the ring. That's why so she wait, had. Wait, 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 she had the nails. She got her nails done. Then, then she, she she caught a cold. Oh yeah, well, that's why she had a substitute in the form of Piper Niven. I mean, Dewdrop. What? And Piper was about to say Piper Pipe Nevin, and she just stopped and said, Dude, drop. I was like, Why, Vance? Why must you fit? And and you saw the disappointment in her face when she saw that she got her um, identity I, I, I taken away from her with this new name. Jay to the Max warned me of this on uh, SmackDown Matters, but I was hoping it was just a, 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 a lie and dangerous rumor. But. I, I I mentioned it last week. Well, did I? No, I no, I think said, so. Well, I said I might have said that they they talked more. She had no. I did say that. I did say that she had the new name, but they um they said it was just it was just they they filed a trademark for it and everything. So they went went going in with it, but I think this might work out in her favor. Now, do you mean Piper's favor? But we'll see. I know her as Piper Niven. We gonna still call her Piper Niven, okay? Of course, of course. That's what that's what we, that's what we introduced to her as May Young Classic. Hello, <laughs> so, Eva Marie and Piper Niven versus Oscar and Naomi. This is a Money in the Bank qualifying match for the women. So the men get singles matches. The women's get, the women uh, get tag, tag team match. matches. Duo will earn their opportunities to compete in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Oh, no, it's Asuka. Smart, smart strategy. Mind games out of the gate for Eva Marie. Eva Marie couldn't compete last week because of a cold, and now this week uh, opts to tag in the protege. She is now dubbed. I am Dewdrop. all for more Dewdrop, okay? I'm inspired, Byron. That's one of song. Last week, Eva Marie picked up a victory. Dewdrop was there to help and celebrate. It's it's a pretty inspiring situation. One thing we've seen, Dewdrop oh. does have real skills, Byron. We've seen that before. We're seeing it tonight. We saw Dewdrop dominate Naomi last week, a former women's champion in her own right. Now we're seeing how Dewdrop pairs against another former champion in Asuka. But Asuka a bit craftier, stopping the offensive Dewdrop in its track. With, I don't know if oh. running into her is advised. Someone explain to me why Eva Marie is not even on the apron right now. Uh, do, do generals sit on the front lines of battle, Byron? No, no, she's oh. a strategist, okay? She's out here inspiring me. I'm inspired. Well, what if Dewdrop wants to tag Eva Marie? I mean, it's essentially two to one right now. I feel like I've spent a week with Tony Robbins. I'm that inspired. Sick. I'll, I'll and and Dewdrop's learning a lesson before oh. our very eyes. 
All right, now it's a lesson in pain management as Naomi's going after her. Naomi looking for a little bit of revenge here uh, against oh. Dewdrop. We saw last week Dewdrop oh. does possess power. She receives her quote-unquote coaching. Look out! Oh, oh my goodness! Cannonball in the corner. That's got to be it. Naomi getting pulled out to the center. Will we see another quick cover on top? Asuka there with the rescue. And once again, Dudop by herself. And we're seeing the tag team synergy. Oh, my goodness. Dewdrop. So Dewdrop is on the middle rope, and now Eva Marie wants to get on the action. Eva Marie is now legal. Whether she wanted it or not, she got the tag. Yeah. Going straight for the cover. Oh, the win this of will course. be. Oh, no, no. Don't get ahead of yourself. And Eva Marie now legal in with Naomi. She looks surprised. She tagged herself in. Because Eva was obviously so impressed by what Dewdrop was able oh, to look do. At, look at this, Corey. Are you paying attention here? Come on. Oh, 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 oh. Isn't that something? Dewdrop off the apron, covered by Naomi. And that's it. Naomi and Asuka win it. Here are your winners. Asuka and Naomi. Asuka and Naomi have just punched their tickets to the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. But what an ingrate, Dewdrop. What an ingrate. I, I, you should be talking about Eva Marie. She was not going to... Um, He's not going to. Um, he's not going to take that loss. Yeah, she was not going to be played by Eva Marie. Was not going to be played by Eva Marie. Heat, baby, Eva Marie, always got it. So yeah, Piper Niven looks like she may be uh, wiser than Eva Marie thinks, and that this protege thing may only be for a couple of weeks. We hope so. Take a look back at Charlotte beating Rhea Ripley via disqualification. Um, just, you know, we just needed to have another Charlotte and Rhea Ripley match. We look back at the opening segment of the night that sets up the Hell in a Cell match between Bobby and Xavier Woods. So here are Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville in the middle of the ring to deal with Rhea Ripley and the Charlotte fallout from Hell in a Cell. Ripley comes out and wants to know why that was a disqualification, but here's Charlotte to promise to destroy Rhea Ripley soon. Sonya Deville gets to the point and makes the rematch for Money in the Bank. And it's just a match. It's not a last woman standing. It's not a street fight. It's not a Iron Woman match. It's just a regular old match. Put some stipulations on it. Make it interesting. Make me at least attempt to want to see this for the fourth time in the last three months. We re recap Mandy Brooke and Dana Rose versus Tamina and Natalia, uh, including Natalia beating Mandy Rose at Hell in a Cell during the pre show. Tamina and Natalia were now having a photo shoot when an interview broke out. Hold on, though, as they're distracted by Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke training in the nearby ring. Natty said they were trying to have an interview and uh, and they were, you know, being rudely interrupted. Uh, so Dana, I mean, uh, Mandy was like, yeah, so y'all, last week y'all was talking about, you know, having to get in here d doing the skills and stuff. So we training 
And it was like, so why don't y'all jump in here and try to get some? So Tamina was like, y'all want it? Okay, we can get it. So Mandy and Dana kicked them off the apron as they got in the ring and, uh, you know, kind of one up at them from last week. You listen to some um, Frankie Beverly back there? No, that was um, Eugene Wilde. Okay. <laughs> I just had to turn it down. I was like, oh, wait, that's what I'm supposed to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Setting, the, setting the mood before you mm-hmm. got the lights low. Oh, you know, that track was a that was a, a go-to. Got that cognac on chill. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nah, man, but um, Tamina and Addy, Dana Brooke backstage, basically the reverse of the angle they did last week. Trying to build yeah, up some yeah, they, title. Yeah, they, they did that. They did that. And so, um, kind of interesting how they played out. They 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 they, 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 they was gonna, they was gonna do the reversal, and then she was like, the Natty was like, well, we as tag team champions, we have to do press and things, everything else. And the next thing you know, <laughs> they tried to jump in the ring and got kicked right back out. Money in the Bank qualifying match, Randy Orton versus John Morrison. Morrison works on the arm, but Orton fights up and hits the hanging DDT. The RKL is, load, is loaded up, but Miz fires off the drip stick, which was like full of water and shot Randy Orton right in the face, allowing Morrison to grab a roll-up for a two-count. An uppercut sends Morrison to the apron, but here comes Matt Riddle down for a slow speed chase after the Miz, because you know the Miz is in that wheelchair now. The distraction mm-hmm. lets Morrison kick Orton down, and he hits the Starship Pain, and John Morrison pinned Randy Orton to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match. Yeah. Can you believe it? <laughs> Now, if we could only get Prince Puma and Johnny Mundo to resurrect themselves <laughs> and be a part of this ladder match, then we might have something here, Bo. Well, yeah, that we might we have something, but you know, that's you know, that's, that's way not gonna happen. Yeah, we know. <laughs> that's that's not happening anytime soon. So but it would be awesome, an awesome sight to see it happen in WWE ring. So we'll have to just get these two guys uh, in their current forms to give us something great in this ladder match. Cause you got to have some guys who can do some things in a match like this to keep it entertaining. Right. So good for John Morrison getting back on the winning side of things after the last year just being a flunky. Uh, to the Miz, so it looks like due to the Miz's injury, they're trying to kick him up a notch, so that's good. Um, re-recap, Alexa Bliss using her mind control powers to control Nia Jax and beat Shayna Baszler. Nia Jax says she won't attack Reginald again tonight. Shayna Baszler insists that she isn't scared of anyone in the locker room and no one is stopping them from qualifying for Money in the Bank. Nia Jax says there is something different, though, about Alexa Bliss. Now we shift to Nikki Cross, who talks about how she is trying to stand out and needs something to find a way to succeed despite her shortcomings. Therefore, she now has a mask and a superhero costume, and she is saying that she is embracing her spirit. She getting her Miss Marvel cosplay on. I'll just say that. <laughs> Man, that ain't nothing but Molly Holly. <laughs> no, Hurricane said, Hurricane, um, 
called her Hurricane. Hurricane. Like her H E R I Kane. Yeah. Yeah. H E R I C A N E. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it was a blue blazer at first. Don't don't bring up those don't bring up memories of the blue blazer because then it's going to bring back over the age ninety nine and we really don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, it was an unfortunate night in the history of wrestling, but man, the blue blazer one of the best. Yes. So that brings us to that Money in the Bank qualifying match with Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross teaming up to go against Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. Alexa Bliss fights up and gets in a shot to the face, allowing the hot tag to Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross cleans house for a few minutes, but Nia Jax takes her into the corner. Shayna Baszler nearly hits Nia Jax by mistake, and their argument is on. Bliss uses a distraction to mind control Reginald, who almost slapped Nia Jax. She screamed his name and he like broke the trance. But that distraction lets Nikki Cross grab a la meha straw cradle to pin Shayna Baszler. Yep. <laughs> That's all you got? <laughs> I mean, it was cool that she got, I mean, she got the pin. Oh, okay. This is a bit interesting. Okay, I'm, no, I and it's see on and go mm-hmm. and Adam Cole's competitor just came out and this is gonna be a good one. <laughs> but anyway, um, oh, the dude that Adam Cole is wrestling for tonight. Yeah. Okay. Well, he like he could, I could, I could, I could see him being in hit role if he wanted to be, but he probably don't want to. Adam Cole. No, um, the dude that he's wrestling. Oh, okay, okay. Trying not to give me spoilers. I see. No, of course not. Uh-huh. Not gonna do Drew McIntyre promises to fight despite being banged up. He even quotes Winston Churchill. Now we get. <laughs> now we get Jinder Mahal with Indusheer, Jeff Hardy, Cedric Alexander, and Sheamus. They're all arguing about who should be competing for the Money in the Bank. Sonya Deville doesn't want to hear it, and the decisions are final. Sheamus brings up being the U.S. champion and thinks he should just automatically be in the match. Adam Pearce takes that to mean that Sheamus' nose is healed and he can defend his title. Sheamus is like, nah, bro, my nose is still messed up. Let me go tell, Let me go get the doctor. I'm not cleared. Jinder Mahal complains of not being in the match and suggests that he should be the alternate. Uh, everybody leaves totally disgusted. <sighs> Interesting segment there. Uh, definitely a very interesting segment there. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do with those guys because they not finna be in the um last chance qualifying match. Not at all. <laughs> so, yeah, we just needed some extra people on Raw to fill out the time slot here, so we'll do this. Uh, Money in the Bank qualifying match: Riddle versus Drew McIntyre. Drew grabs a Michinoku driver for two and goes up, only to dive into a triangle choke. That's reversed into the future shot DDT for two, but Riddle collapses before the Claymore can get uh, connected. There's a ripcord knee to McIntyre, but the floating bro misses. The Claymore is countered into the bro mission, which is countered as well. The Glasgow Kiss looks to set up an electric chair, but Riddle reverses it into a victory roll for the pin. Uh, Randy Orton came out. 
uh, to the top of the ramp to watch this match. And after the match, Riddle rides the scooter up the ramp. Randy Orton is far from pleased. He was not happy. Riddle's like, Randy, what's wrong? You can always talk to me, bro. Orton looks at him, but Riddle still can't get a fist bump or a word from Randy Orton. Randy is not pleased. Yeah, because Riddle cost him his match, and then he went out and won his own match. So things are bubbling. Uh, we recap Elias versus Jackson Riker with Elias running away twice in a row. Now Jackson Riker whipping himself with the strap when Mansoor comes up to ask for some advice. That doesn't seem to sit well, so Mansoor leaves, but Riker says, never let your enemies escape. More often than not, those closest to you are wolves in sheep's clothing. Next week, it's Elias versus Riker in a strap match. Bruce Pritchard <laughs> special. Bruce Pritchard special. <laughs> remember the last time we were supposed to have a strap match, right? You remember who it was supposed to be? Oh. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, but we didn't get it because Vince was like he kicked it off the card. Well, if it's two guys in a strap match, he'll definitely put that one in. Well, we'll see. Elias is all about the music, and next week the big hit will be the strap against Elias's flesh. Mansoor goes to leave when he runs into Mustafa Ali, who says Mansoor is asking the wrong people the wrong questions. Why are people in the Money in the Bank qualifying matches stealing spots from the two of them? If they don't get the chance to climb the ladder of success, you have to build your own ladder. And then we see Riker whipping himself some more. Um, Jackson he, Riker is not ever going to work as a babyface. I'm sorry. He's not. He's not cause, because the, the WWE Universe is not going to buy him as being a face. If you try to push him the face, he's not even a face in real life. Nope. So yeah, not 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 gonna work at all. Oh, dang! <laughs> now see, it's on and popping, huh? You're telling me, need to, need to be wrapping this up. Bobby Lashley versus Xavier Woods, hell in a cell. A tornado DDT gives Woods a two count, so he sets up a table. Lashley quickly uh, tries to power bomb, but that attempt is broken up and a super kick puts him on the table. That's when Xavier Woods does the rope walk elbow and it sends Lashley through the table for a two count. Xavier Woods was a little excited because uh, he had Bobby Lashley set up really far across the ring and almost went over him. But uh, he caught enough of them to get him to the table. Lashley then sends uh, Woods face first into a chair in the corner. And that sets up the spear into the hurt lock. And Xavier Woods has to tap out. After the match, the beating continues as MVP gets inside the cell and he locks it behind him. Lashley puts Woods up against the cell. And <laughs> Kofi can't do anything as they're continuing to uh, have him in the hurt lock. Kofi's basically screaming, let him go, let him go. But Bobby Lashley's just, uh, you know, grinding the hurt lock in. Oh, and cold. that is how we ended Monday Night Raw. Man, that cold. The trash talk between MVP and Kofi on the outside of the ring was great. Mm-hmm. So, our very own Cammy D. Mm-hmm. You know, Xavier Woods appreciation tweet. Folks will learn not to test him, read their resume, 
And then she had the video clip of, um, from early in the night when um, he was um, he cut the he cut the promo. Yeah, he and was that, listing off his uh, accomplishments. Yeah. So he retweeted her and said, "My body feels horrible. Absolutely worth it to speak my truth." Hashtag Renaissance Man. That's what's up. She Twitter yeah. famous now. <laughs> she be get, she gets her likes and everything, and she gets a retweet. So, you know, folks, she be getting the eyes. I be like, God damn, go ahead, KBD. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, she um, yeah, so she. Pretty sure she her got, phone was going off nonstop with all the likes and retweets. Yeah, she got like a nice little ratio of folks liking the tweets and quoting her and retweets and everything. So, you know, she she getting her shine. I'm giving her, give her props. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so overall, man, this was a pretty decent episode of Monday Night Raw. We can't we can't front. Right. It was very entertaining. Right. We, we get mad and we a lot of stuff that happens, but I was entertained. Yes, yes. It was definitely one of the better episodes that they've had in a while. We had some quote-unquote upsets as we had Riddle, thankfully, not Drew McIntyre out of the runner for Money in the Bank. We had Ricochet beat AJ Styles. Um, Xavier Woods put up a great fight against Bobby Lashley in a Hell in a Cell in the match that we didn't think we needed until we saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, Kofi gets the title shot. They did a good job of setting up the beginning and the end of the show uh, with that good symmetry. Um, we still got some Alexa Bliss, though, but okay. Um, Piper no, Niven. To get her, her new T-shirt, I got I, I owe that. Um, I got when the shop WWE had the um the special um like the special deal on the shirts. I got her shirt and a couple other shirts. <laughs> okay, Piper Niven. She had two shirts, but I took one of them out and kept the one I liked the most. And then I was I said I still got the one coming. Did you give the other shirt to someone else? No, I just took out the cart and put another shirt in. Oh, oh okay, I got you. <laughs> so yeah, great episode of Monday Night Raw. Much better than what we have gotten uh, in the yes. past. So things may be trying to turn the corner here, heading into Money in the Bank and SummerSlam. So that can only be a positive for the two people who are talking to you now on this show. So, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese at this time, sir, I'm going to turn it over to you for your shout-outs and thank yous. Real quick, how do you think John Cena's going to fare in Fast 9? Is he supposed to be, what's the name's brother? Yeah, he's um, um, Vin Diesel's brother in the movie. His younger brother, I believe. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, you know, they, the, the people from WWE who get into those movies tend to do well, so I don't see why he wouldn't. You look at The Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Um, he joined that um, fact, the fast, I think it was like six or seven. He, mm-hmm. he joined. Yeah. And then he went off the Hobbs and um, yeah. went off with him and um, Jason Staten. So. Yeah, so he kind of revitalized it, gave it a, another boost. So yeah, I don't see why John Cena couldn't do the same thing uh, as well. But John Cena got the Hollywood bug because he got in a new Suicide Squad trailer too. So he definitely got that bug. Man, he ain't get that hair for nothing, Holmes. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't get that. But, hair um, for nothing. but shout out to you, Don. We we did another episode. We made it. Um, shout out to Challenge Showdown. Um, can't wait to hit a push. I know it's gonna be y'all gonna have some stuff to talk about. 
Um, shout out to um, Missimi holding down um, NXT cast. Uh, shout out to Anwar and Terry's boy holding down cast of Strong Style. And shout out to J to the Max um, over at SmackDown Matters. Um, shout out to everybody who's in the hashtags with us over the um, from Friday to Sunday. Um, also on Monday night as well, too. Great talking wrestling with you guys and gals. Um, it's always interesting. I love hearing the the, um, the, the people coming in. Like, was it Sunday? The guy who was from the one of the other um, podcasts was there talking about the stories. He was telling the stories. Uh, so bad boy to get on the bike and say, not going to confirm any of the stories. Don't tell us. <laughs> but I was like, nah, I'm going to just sit here and just listen to y'all talk and just enjoy the, and just enjoy the moment. Um, it was a peacock issues on Sundays, but not my end. I didn't, um, normally I cast it to my TV and that's what kind of delays when showing the, the thing, but I just watched it regular and it was fine. So yeah, peacock, plus also, peacock had issues all around, man, for a lot of people. So, uh, I, I yeah. had some issues. It was far, far behind a lot of other people. So yeah, y'all, was to y'all, y'all was, you was like, you was definitely behind because like when we was like getting up to the end and I was like, wait a minute, I was like, this is, um, definitely the, um, I see y'all definitely was behind because I know Kelly Rim wasn't trying to spoil none of the stuff for you because y'all ain't seen it yet. That's why I can tell when y'all um when y'all got to the point I caught he thought hey you going, oh my goodness. You was like, oh man, they doing this. <laughs> but yeah, um but yeah, but shout out and shout out to um to 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 um Atlanta winning game seven, <laughs> which is an interesting game. Yeah, man. Um Ben Simmons, uh, Ben Simmons is definitely getting getting that X Pac heat from the from the Philly fans. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. They say he needed to develop a, a jump shot, and he didn't take, he didn't take no shot attempt to the fourth quarter. You're not supposed to be a, a basketball player of that caliber and not have a and not take no shots. And somebody had posted a clip on TikTok about Kobe talking about him, and he was saying Kobe was like, he needs to have a jump shot. And somebody, he said he's, he's great. He said the way he, at the level he's playing that is astonishing, but he needs a jump shot if he wants to go to the next level. So mm-hmm. we'll see what happens because cause, cause you saw Philly fans saying they could have had James Harden, but they weren't trying to give up Ben Simmons. So. Hey man, it is what it is. I'd like to thank Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese for joining me here once again on the WrestleCast episode 299. Thank you to everybody who used the hashtag cast in the cell this past weekend. SmackDown matters as well. NXT cast to broadcast. Definitely appreciate everybody sharing their commentary with color and also joining us in the Twitter spaces as well. That has become uh, one of my new favorite things to do and look forward to. Uh, thank you to Miss Simi and Miss Jates the Max for helping out this week on the NXT cast and SmackDown Matters. Definitely appreciate their time and their efforts. Uh, thank you to everybody on the Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash CSPN Media uh, to become a patron. Uh, 
Subscribe to the Patreon page, get extra content, plus you'll hear our AEW Dynamite reviews each and every week as well. Uh, continue to please use the hashtags to share your commentary with color each and every week. Uh, please retweet, uh, share the podcast, rate and review, help get more eyes on the product, and uh, you know the more five-star reviews, the better. So for my co-host, Mr. Moe to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente, and this has been episode 299 of the WrestleCast. Please stay tuned for the parting promo. We do mind, we do mind. We ain't leaving, bro. We ain't leaving. We ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere, bro. Nah, nah, nah. Look, it's well documented that I surround myself with my friends, my family, you know, people that I trust. I do that. I do that. As opposed to surrounding myself with users, people who will use you, people who will chew you up, spit you out, throw you off to the side as soon as the well runs dry. Now, Bob, Bob, let me ask you a question, Bob. Can I talk to you, Bob? Bob, let me ask you a question, Bob. Talk to me. What do you got to say? Let me ask you a question, Bob. Hold on. You think that MVP and your special lady friends are going to be hanging around you? You think they're going to be coming around you after I beat you for that title? First of all, you're not beating me for the title. That's just it. I don't have anything to worry about because I'm never losing this WWE Championship, especially to somebody like you because you're too busy dancing and making pancakes to realize, Kofi, that you lost this. And what you gotta realize also is that there is a hierarchy, a hierarchy in this world. And in this hierarchy, I am here. You and your little friend, you're down here. That's something you're gonna face. Oh, is that right? That's right. Okay, well, you're, you're talking so much about hierarchy, and it's almost like you forgot about the fact that I beat Daniel Bryan to become the WWE Champion at WrestleMania. You remember that? He remembers it because he was crying at the bar, boo-hooing, as a matter of fact. It's almost like you forgot about the fact that in this very ring right here, I beat you. Let me get to my point, because the last time that I checked, you, Bob Lashley, did not have an opponent at the Money in the Bank pay-per-view. So here I am, here and now, to challenge you for the WWE Championship. You, you kidding, right? You're joking, right? I accept. I accept, because that's what you want, right? That's what you want, right? But you so conveniently failed to leave out the part where Drew hit me with the cane, didn't you? Because yeah, that's well, the only way that you won. You cheated and Drew helped you. you, you yeah. That's and the only way you won. And so that it doesn't happen again, we need to make sure that the money in the bank is a straight one-on-one -on -one match so nobody can get involved. No, no, so, tonight, not money so, in the bank, tonight. Tonight, so tonight. what I propose is why don't you let me have a match with your little clown and crime friend, your little video game playing buddy, Xavier Woods, tonight. We've seen E go on to become Intercontinental Champion. I was there when Kofi Kingston won that. WWE Championship at WrestleMania. And even though your boy's mind is set on an eventual comeback to the King of the Ring tournament, let me give you a few of my accolades. Two million plus subscribers on Up, Up, Down, Down. That's the YouTube. Go subscribe if you get to subscribe already. I'm a 
G4 host. And most importantly, most importantly, I am an 11, 11-time 11 WWE World Tag Team Champion. So please, please be quiet, ladies. Please continue to underestimate me because that's gonna make this ass whoop when I put on you that much sweeter. Bobby, I accept. One second, one quick thing. Because the match tonight, the point, please. The match tonight is going to be inside Hell in a Cell. What? Oh, no way. No way. Don't accept this, Bobby. I accept. I accept.